0: Spiral, dial, sci-fi with a soundscape. Her head hurt. She tasted blood in her mouth. Experimentally, rolling her tongue over her teeth, she could not detect any obvious injury. The sound of the waterfall seemed to surround her. She was soaking wet, shivering and covered in silt. faint glow allowed her to see. A dense cascade of water was in front of her. She lay on a thin ledge which formed an alcove in the blue rock. Below her, a steep drop fell away to nothingness. She must have fallen through the waterfall, she thought. How fortunate she was to have landed here in safety, and yet there seemed to be no other way out but down. As she pondered this conundrum, A faint hint of movement to her left drew her attention. It seemed that something was scurrying across the surface of the rock. Rats? She shuddered. Rats were the last thing she needed right now. Whatever it was seemed to have gone, so she continued to peer up through the curtain of water, trying to catch a glimpse of the others. Were they looking for her? Another flash to her right. She reached out to grab whatever it was. Reflexes, lightning quick, but missed. Alert now she watched the blue surface closely. When it returned, she would be ready. A shadow appeared on the rock and moved from one side of it to the other. She pounced on it. There was no lump, nothing to grab hold of, and yet there was something different about it. She felt her fingers tingling as she touched it. The tingling seemed to spread through her hand, pulling her deeper. Incredulous, she watched her hand being absorbed into the rock. First her fingertips, and then the palm of her hand started to vanish. She resisted with every fiber of her being, placing her bare feet to either side of the shadow. She pushed with all of her strength, thrusting the surface away from her. As she did so, her feet started to sink into the surface as well. She started to panic. A deep whisper came to her, spoke to her. Make a bubble. Closing her eyes, she visualized a large white bubble around her, protecting her, keeping her safe, and pulled harder. The rock started to creak and crack until, pop! Something snapped, and she was thrown backwards against the opposite wall with such force that she had to scrabble to stay on the ledge at all. Opening her eyes cautiously, she inspected the wall. It appeared completely unchanged. No crack, no shadow. Rubbing her eyes in disbelief, she was trying to work out what on earth had just happened when a small shadow scurrying across the floor of the ledge caught her eye. Lunging forward, she caught it with both hands, cupping it between her palms. She imagined a force field around it, enclosing it, then cautiously opened her hands. At first, her hands appeared completely empty. But she knew that something was there, for the tingling sensation remained in the centre of her left palm. Holding it up to the light, she caught a faint glow and realised that it was not a shadow at all. The light seemed to be altered by passing through it. Craning her neck to the left, she fancied that she saw a rainbow arcing from her left palm directly to her forehead. "'Garnet,' she whispered, remembering what Archie had told her earlier. I am Pyrobe, a soft, high-pitched voice uttered. Welcome, sister. I have come to take you home. Jessica was so startled that she almost dropped it, but held fast. I, I, I don't have any sisters, she stammered. You will, soon. Come with me, and I will show you. But first, you must free me. The voice was unnerving, seeming to emanate from nowhere. Jessica could not detect any vestige of her face. The being appeared to consist solely of light and shadow. From every angle, it appeared a slightly different colour. Free you. Jessica considered her options. Stranded on a ledge in the middle of a giant waterfall, they appeared to be severely limited. Why were you stalking me? And how were you pulling me into the rock? You will see, down here, everything changes. The crystal seemed to become still, and the tingling sensation lessened somewhat. What are you? Jessica wondered. I cannot stay here for long, the voice replied. My energy is fading. Release me and I will show you. Jessica kept her mental bubble strong. What if I don't release you? Then we will still be sisters, but I will become part of you and you will be on your own in this place. Hurry, or it will be too late. (laughs) Jessica allowed the bubble to dissipate and saw a flash of light leap from her palm onto the floor of the ledge. Come with me, the voice said come with you where jessica replied into the rock shadow. Jessica reached out, touching it, and this time allowed herself to be pulled in. There was no pain, only a tingling sensation, as if she had stepped into a cool shower. She could see only. Once more, she had no arms, no legs, but she could feel her arms, and her left arm was damp. Something pulled on her right arm, dragging her forwards. Come with me. It was the same high-pitched voice, but inside her head. Jessica formed her best bubble and popped it, visualising a shard of rock this time. It made a satisfyingly deep tone. We are exactly where. Jessica felt herself pulled down and away from the dampness. No, stop! What about my friends? Friends? The voice sounded skeptical. Is that what you call them? Friends? Jessica hesitated. Yes, they are my friends. They saved my life. Both of them. Are they safe? The voice sounded completely unconcerned with either outcome. We can't leave them. We must go back, Jessica protested. Her voice emitted what could only be described as a long, high-pitched whine. Jessica found herself pulled up and back through the corners to a high, still place. She could see two figures, one blonde, one dark, both standing, unmoving, below her. Archie, she shouted. He did not respond. Archie, can you hear me? Nothing. She deliberately pushed forward and down and felt rather than saw one hand emerge into the dampness before she was pulled roughly back by the scruff of her neck. You cannot help them that way. You will only fall. The creature still accompanied her. Frustrated, Jessica asked, What do you mean? Where are we? How is it that I came with you into this place? We are part of the earth. You have been chosen to become part of the earth too. They will never be one of us. It is beyond their comprehension. They see only a waterfall, and still it draws them in. Jessica decided not to dwell on the process of becoming part of the Earth. She felt herself undergoing some form of transformation. That much was true. It was much easier for her to focus on the others rather than worry about her own predicament. What do you mean, only a waterfall? What more is it? Jessica asked. Listen to the sound. That long, low note continued, mixing with the sounds of the cascading spray. What is it? What makes the sound? Sound, earth, life, light, they are all the same. We are all only vibrations, disturbances in time. The sound we are in in this moment is created by earth and water coming together as one. Over time the sound will change as the earth changes those caught within its grip must become one with the sound or remain forever hypnotized by it so you're saying they will remain there forever what will they eat eating was only the start of it she hated to think what the bathroom facilities were like down here even worse than archie's cabin if that were at all possible your mind is still attached to the prosaic and functional you will find out that these matters concern you less, the more time you spend in the earth. Come. She felt a gentle pull at her heel. She formed a stern bubble around herself, refusing to move. No, I won't leave them. They will die here. Death is not the end, sister. Their energy will live on in the earth, as does ours. The pulling sensation remained, but Jessica remained still. For the first time, she felt some sense of control returning to her. You may be right. "'but I'm not going anywhere until we get them out. "'If you want me to come with you, you're going to need to help me.'" Before the creature called Pyrope could respond to her, the rushing sound was distorted by a dreadful creaking noise. A terrible shock passed through her, threatening to rip her apart. She kept the bubble strong with some effort as the sound passed. "'Quick!' Pyrope gasped. "'There is disturbance. We must descend immediately.'" "'No!' Jessica held the bubble strong. We must take them with us. As she spoke, the creaking sound returned as if the waterfall were falling through decaying floorboards and a decrepit house swaying from one side to the other as it shook them. The rhythm reminded her of footsteps. He's still coming after us. How do I free them? Pyrope, tell me. Jessica spoke with every inch of authority she could muster. Pyrope spoke reluctantly. We can create a disturbance. It will only be temporary, mind and dangerous, but it will give them time to escape the trance. Well, what are we waiting for? Let's do it. Show me how. First, you must release me and stay back, Pyrope instructed. Jessica hesitated. Hurry, or we are all lost. Jessica relaxed her hold on the bubble while remaining on her guard. Pyrope started to hum, producing a high-pitched, crystalline sound. Sing with me. Jessica formed a note in a bubble, but it came out low and hopelessly out of tune. We must find the note contained within. Only through this can we create a crack. Listen. The sound rose and fell, until at one particular pitch, Jessica found that familiar, tingling sound. Pyrope returned to that note and sang it louder and louder until the tingling sensation near Jessica's left hand was more like burning. It grew more and more intense until she cried out in pain. I told you, stay back, Pyrope said. At once she felt someone grab her by the back of the neck, pulling her away.